Right then, Katie, hop in the DeLorean. Let's get this podcast up to 88 miles an hour. See? See where I was going? It's episode 88 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. Fetch Everyone is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everybody else. Some websites put their best features behind paywalls. We don't do that. We drive our DeLorean through them. If you like the site, then chuck us a few quid. And if you don't like the site, that's fine. Go and like another site. That's okay. We don't mind. Anyway, hello, Katie. Hello. How are you? Tired. Yeah. Very tired. Yeah. Half past four, twenty past four. Yeah, that's, it was that when you sort of gave up trying to be asleep, or was that when you woke up? It's when I looked at my phone for the first fast time. For yeah. The first fast time. Yeah, I'd had a bad dream, which I won't go into here. I could go into on the share your dreams thread. Um, it was an anxiety dream about river swimming, and. Um, Lots of things were going wrong, and oh, it was just horrible. I had a weirdly bad dream as well. It was like a a conundrum dream. We were in some sort of dystopian thing where lots of people were running around, and they were armed. Um, And I knew that someone had come into the the house or the place where we were, Mm. um, but I had something to hit them over the head with. Yeah. But I didn't know whether the person who was running towards the room where I was mm. was one of the goodies or one of the baddies. Nice. So if I walloped the good person over the head, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. But if I didn't wallop the bad person over the head, they would you know, like pop a cap in my ass, which is a which is a thing. So I'm yeah. led to believe. I didn't have any pops in my <laughs> caps popped caps. in your ass. No. No, I'm not gonna. I'm just not even gonna try that sentence because I know I'm gonna get it all wrong. Yeah, no matter. Anyway, no. so you came downstairs and. So I, well, no, I, I got tea and I got a dog because I thought, oh, that would be nice. I have a dog with me and he'll be all lovely and heavy breathy and comforting. Hmm. So I took him up to our bed, which we never really let him do, <gasps> and he got onto the bed and then he shuffled and faffed and piffled about and all sorts of things and then he went to look in the bathroom and was like scratch 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 on the tiles with his and so that was the end of that so I took him back down and then um and then I tried to sleep and I didn't sleep and I got up at about I don't know what it was actually half five yeah and I had more tea and watched ER, which I'm watching on one of the, whatever it is, all four or more four or whatever it's called, right from the very first episode. Yeah. And then I walked the dogs and that was a disaster as well. Yeah, because Stephen found something to eat, didn't he? He ate something disgusting and it made me want to cry. Yeah. Yeah. So not the best morning so far. So this is going to make it, I'm sure, much, much better. How's your training been this week? Let's, let's talk about you. <laughs> um, well, I've, I've been uh, pleasantly surprised that I've, I've been out running three times. Uh, I did, I've done a total of 7.4 miles. 
So I've just been going out for sort of 20 to 25 minutes each time and just running out for about a mile, maybe slightly more and turning around and coming back again just to um, to test out this calf thing that I've got. Um, so it's runnable, but um, on the first time I came back, it was feeling pretty tight towards the end. So I had a, a gap of two days where I didn't do any running and then I went out again um, and it was better that time. I cut the time down a little bit, so cut it down to just under 20 minutes. So that was fine. So I came back with I got a real sort of adrenaline buzz just from those two miles. So that was really nice. Mm. Um, and then I had another day off and then another run where I went back up to sort of 25 minutes um and and that one was pretty good as well so and in between um you've been very lovingly prodding my calf um, yeah yeah quite deeply prodding it actually really mm. yeah what does what bearing does that have to like I, I have no idea whether that means that it's what does that imply <laughs> what are you implying by that it doesn't imply anything yeah I mean, it certainly made you hold your breath a few times. Um, like that. Sort of. Yeah. Um, no, I suppose I'm really, the main thing I'm implying is that I think it's more your soleus than your gastrocnemius because it's a bit deeper in your calf. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems to have helped a bit each time I've done that. Um, Definitely. And you revealed to me that you had been listening. And that uh, on your second run, you had specifically taken on advice about trying to to stop before it, it irritates it. Yeah. So that was nice to hear. Yeah. I also revealed to me, revealed to me, and to you. <laughs> this is news to me as well. That I I do listen to you, and and it and it hurts that you think that I don't listen to you. So I do. Um, uh huh. So buttons. As they say. Well, I don't like to hurt you. No. 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 Apart from when I'm prodding my calf soleus. deeply. Yeah. yeah. And then it's all part of the part of the healing process, yeah. isn't it? It's still done lovingly. Yeah. So um, I'm pretty pleased to have got back to that point because, um, like a couple of days after the first the first tightness, um, I was feeling like, oh no, I'm never going to run again that kind of you know feeling that descends over you mm-hmm. um and of course it's it's not as bad as all that is it no um so yes pretty pretty pleased with that um and i've done i think i've done one watch you swim which doesn't really count as exercise <laughs> yeah so anyway how about you me i have done two run walks So I've graduated up onto um, couch to 5k week three. Mm. Uh, Although the first one that I did from week three, I'd actually just made it up in my head without realising that I'd done that. Yeah. I thought I'd read something and I had no, it wasn't right. But anyway, it wasn't far from the the, the actual session. Yeah. Um, And then I did the the second run I did this week was the actual one, which is a five minute walking warm up. And then you do... One and a half run, one and a half walk, three run, three walk, and then repeat that whole cycle. Yeah. Um, so I actually did that yesterday, and that went really well. Actually, the three minute runs feel nice. 
Yeah. Um, I don't like the chopping and changing between run and walk, so I'm looking forward to those increasing, but I am getting little bits of reaction, but that's fine. A little bit of reaction is fine. It's, it's expected. Um, so just keeping an eye on that. I've done a couple of yogas, one of which was week, sorry, was day six of um, Adrian. And whichever 30-day challenge you do with Adrian, day six is always core. Mm. It's always quite a hard core workout. Um, so my abs were a tiny bit sore after that, but I, I know I need to do that for my back. really need mm. to do that. So that was good. Going back to your running, were, mm. you, were you tempted to... Because, um, I mean, I know... You've had a few comebacks from injury. I know that you are really massively experienced runner. You've been running a long time now. Are you tempted to ever sort of deviate from the catch to 5K plan and just sort of go, right, okay, this week I'm going to do five-minute chunks, next week I'll do seven, and just, just sort of make it up yeah, yourself? I or... have done that. I mm. have done that. I think I did that. So when I came back from my my sort of initial back injury this year, I think that is what I did. I didn't follow couch to 5k. Yeah. And and it went fine. I think what I'm enjoying this time is ticking it off. But the other thing I really like about couch to 5k is it's um it's it, it feels like it's really safe and when they sort of increase the amount of time that, that you're running for, they sort of cut you back on the overall time. Mm. Um which is good. The thing that I do just as much as anyone else is to focus far too much on the miles so I've been getting during my uh, my 30 minutes of being out I've been getting just over two miles with this run walk so far and mm. I am quite fixated on getting that even if I have to walk a bit more at the end to get it um, but yeah I'm not I'm not I don't feel like I need to follow the couch to 5k in some ways um, but in other ways it is quite a useful and safe way of building back up after an injury so um I yes is the answer. <laughs> okay. But not this time. Cool. Um but I reserve the right to as I as I get through to those weeks when you're doing more more running, then I think mm. I reserve the right then to just skip on a bit because I have got lots of running in my legs and I'm not a beginner and all of those things really. So Yeah. So I interrupted you. You were going to talk about your yes, swimming as well. Swimming, yeah. I've managed three swims this week. Um, I've done a couple of um, river swims, mm -hmm. both um, in reasonably sort of stiff currents. But um, I don't know why I said that. What stiff currents? Yeah, that's a really weird way of putting it, isn't it? Um. Well. And I'm thinking about fruitcake. I honestly think I'm quite tired today. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I uh, think you can have a stiff breeze, and although mm. the breeze is not actually... It's, it's so metaphorical. <laughs> we watched um, Parasite um, the other day. And we, yeah, would it's recommend a, Korean, that. a Korean film with subtitles. Yeah. It's, um, it's really good. It's quite hard to watch but um yeah so like, that's that's why we we're mm. saying so metaphorical about everything so. yeah it's one of the quotes from the film it's um it's a film that definitely makes you examine i think what you have and what you should be grateful for and not take for granted but that's what i took away from it mm. um so 
yeah, good film. But anyway, going back to the stiff current, um, I'm, as I've said many times on the podcast, I'm not the strongest of um, heads up breaststrokers or heads down breaststrokers for that matter. Um, and so when it when the river is quite fast, I find it quite difficult. Mm. Um, but both times this week, I did actually eventually make progress against the current and get and get up to the bridge at Great Barford. Um, occasionally, I have to actually walk up on the bank <laughs> to the bridge and and then get in and and just sort of piddle about there. But um, yeah. is the water is really interesting though at the moment coming through the bridge with this you know with the, the river being a bit fuller and it does really remind you of the power of water actually and how it's not at all straightforward. Um, and there's there's a bit where um near to the bridge where somehow the current kind of goes back on itself it swirls round and pushes you back towards the bridge so you get in in a slipway um and it's, I, I don't know how far away it is from the bridge like like 40 meters no probably not mm. even that like 30 meters maybe and for about the first 10 or 15 meters it's really hard going against the current but once you break that you're suddenly being pushed towards the bridge by the current, which is just yeah. so weird because you're actually swimming <laughs> upstream. And then when you get to the bridge, you can then swim across slightly and then you get a lovely push back down the river from obviously the water flowing through the arches of the bridge. But you have to then stop and start swimming back up before you get into the difficult bit, or at least I do, because once I get back into that difficult bit again, it's very sapping. So... Yeah, it's really interesting. All of this is done with safety in mind, by the way, and we're really close to the bank. Um, and we do, do take great care. Um, but I've noticed the river is very full today. I'm due to go today. Mm. I've arranged to meet one person. and um, In accordance with correct guidelines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, I'll have to see how I get on. I think it might be a day where I have to get in at the bridge... I'm fiffle mm. about there. Yeah. Fiffle, new word. Anyway, okay. I also did a headstand swim in the lake with Nightjar, and that was awesome. Um, it was a really rainy day. It meant that the lake that we went to was completely deserted, and it was just our lake for that time that we were swimming for. Um, and as Nightjar finished, I'd already gotten out at this point. Um, there were three people getting ready to get in, and they had the lake to themselves because we were just getting out so that was pretty amazing really three people yes i <laughs> can't do anything about that they were no, nothing to do with me they're doing what they're doing they're doing what yeah. they're doing um i was just thinking about you you talked about the water and the interesting currents and things like that and it mm. reminded me of something that we did at university yeah um with the mechanical engineering department and it was looking at the way that heat flows through um, different objects so the object that uh, we were looking at in the example um, was just a, a chimney and so the inside of the chimney is a constant temperature mm. like 100 degrees say mm. and then for the the shape of the chimney you break it down into little tiny squares like a little matrix of squares mm. and as the heat goes out through the chimney you could actually model which parts of it would be at what temperature 
mm. based on you know, how far away they were from and, and the different shapes of the chimney that you could use. And it just reminded me of that when you were talking about the water because mm. each molecule of water is interacting with the ones around it and creating yeah. all these wonderful patterns and things. Yeah. Um, so it was quite fascinating to look at that in university. And that's the end of my story. <laughs> Fetchies, in all honesty, Ian's, Ian's chimney stuff was um, interrupted by my boy calling from uni. And yeah. uh, the news is, is that he very likely has got COVID. Um, and he's feeling pretty rough. And uh, so I've had a chat with him about that and managing illness when you're away from home and how we can get him home once his symptoms have gone and he's no yeah. longer contagious and try and do that before his household goes into some other isolation again yeah i've just seen an article on the uh i think it was either the guardian or the bbc website that said uh you know boris johnson's self-isolating at the moment because mm. an mp he was standing too close to without a mask on mm. indoors mm. Uh, has confirmed covid anyway boris is self-isolating but he says he's bursting with antibodies bursting with them mm. so hopefully your boy will be bursting with them as well and uh yeah come home f fit and well and, and immune to everything literally yes. everything yeah that's a that's a good thought really yeah um yes so anyway we're just sort of trying to negotiate our way through that and how we get him home for christmas and what happens with my business and all of those things so interesting times fetchies I think we've talked enough about that bit, haven't we? Yeah, I reckon yeah. we have. Okay. Let's talk about the next bit. Okay. <laughs> so I've picked out a few of the comments from the thread. Um, first of all, we'd like to formally apologise to How Far um, and Lip Gloss, a.k.a. Mavis. Um, I mean, I say we, we're apologising, but actually it's you, isn't it? I don't know. What, am I, what have I done now? You didn't even include those two as colleagues. Not only did you not include me, but our incredibly important Mavis yeah. and our incredibly important How Far also weren't included in the colleagues. I think to make it worse, I might have even said, unless you count the dogs as colleagues. So yeah. I'm, I'm placing all of you like on a, on a tier below the dogs in terms of... I just hope it reassures the two of them that I was also not included you know, yeah. sitting right here in front of you. Yeah. But Talking, anyway. Having a conversation with me. And uh -huh. I'm like, yeah. So anyway, just formally apologise, please. Yeah, sorry, everybody. Um, and there was some uh, question from Jigs. Are we going to have a best post office um, feature? To which I answered on the thread, I think, no, because the, we've already covered the best post office. It's the College well, Street Long Eaton. There may well be other best post offices for other people. Yeah, but come on, you're going to have to up your game to be that. All right, then. Yeah, if you've got a better post office, we want to know about it. Okay. Um, there was some really good discussion about cutback weeks, and mm -hmm. um, Happy G in particular had a really interesting um um, post on the thread about cutbacks and um, totally going along with all of the things I've I've always thought about with cutback weeks and we've actually got um, a recording from Happy um, about that subject so Indeed should we, we pass over to him? Yes, yes we should. Hey Fetchies, Happy G here 
Right, this is a totally random contribution because Fetch was looking for totally random contributions. I'm hoping what he's going to do, or KTB, because she's the expert on the editing, is just to chop out all the waffly rubbish I'm going to say for the next minute. Um, so I'm back, coming back from the gym, and I was reflecting on the fact that I do gym, partly because of the wonderful land of Fetch that's taught me to do a bit of cross-train to support my running, to keep me safe from injuries. I enjoy my gym and the gym community, partly because of the runners that I meet when I'm there. And I have a wonderful place in Fetch called Tracking Total Training Time, which is a thread we have where we log up all of our non-running time, um, just as a way of not just focusing on uh, running mileage, uh, a sort of antidote to the uh, big running miles uh, threads that are in, in Fetch. Uh, so that was one thing I was thinking. I was listening to the lovely podcast, of course, latest podcast. Always makes the corners of one's mouth go up a little bit. Thank you very much, KTB and Fetch. And I was thinking of the uh, little chat that there was there about injuries that uh, Fetch was talking about, maybe modifying his running a little bit, or perhaps Katie was trying to encourage him in order to stave off the niggle that uh, uh, is threatening to turn into an injury. Uh, and uh, some great threads in Fetch about uh, what to do when you're injured, what to do to avoid becoming injured. It really is a repository of great knowledge and uh, wisdom, but above all, support from all the lovely Fetches. Right, that is enough waffle. I'm going to stop now. I'm boring myself. Lots of love, Fetchies. Take care, everyone. Stay safe, stay sane. Thanks, Happy. Uh, very interesting. I totally go along with the um, strength work and well, any cross-training, really, and cutback weeks. That's all sort of featured really quite highly in the research to prevent injury. Not a guarantee to prevent injury, but definitely it's, it's in there. Um, so, yeah, thank you. That was a really good contribution. Um, you want to say anything about that? Um, yeah, I mean, running is a highly specific activity, isn't it? And mm. I noticed in my sort of small foray into touch rugby, just the um, the side to side movement and the the stop start and the sprinty non sprinty, mm. every part of it was just like, okay, I'm not ready for this bit. I mean, the mm. bit where we jogged around the pitch at the start to warm up, I was fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is easy. Yeah. I can do rugby. Um, but then, you know, you get into everything else and you realise that the muscles that you use to push off from one side to the other, they're just not yeah. anywhere near as, as there as the rest of it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for the benefit of the tape, I do I do totally believe in, in cross-training as a, as a thing. Um and until the pools were closed, I was trying to use my swimming as a way of just trying to target other parts of my body and, mm. and, and work on the rest. Mm. Um, and, yeah, rest weeks, definitely. I mean, I think it comes down to different interpretations of how to how you do them um, and what's needed. Mm. Um, but I, I don't feel like I, I ignore that as a, as a policy, so... Yeah. One of the things um, that I think it was ITG said was that um, because there have been no races really this year, mm. um, for her it's meant that she's she's not had her taper weeks and her mini tapers and 
And so quite often they bring their own natural cutback and, and maybe the week after you've braced as well. But because there haven't been braces, she's almost been sort of forgetting. straight through and yeah. then, yeah. So that's an interesting thought as well for this year. Um, the other thing that was mentioned was um, member of the month and um, whether member of the month people could record their um, interviews. And we we haven't done anything really sort of formal to implement that, but um, just to say that we'd be more than happy if any of the previous member of the monthsers wanted to go back and look at their questions and record themselves answering all or a few or whatever and send that in as a contribution and of course any future member of the monthsers if they yeah. want to do that um, as a contribution to the podcast. I think that's a great idea. Um, we don't want to make it a thing that anyone is in any way, um, what's the word? Forced, well, required. Well, not forced, but even, even any kind of pressure, really. We don't yeah. want anyone to feel that extra pressure to do it, yeah. um, especially if they have already written the answers down, you know. Um, but if anyone does want to do that and record a few of their answers, uh, even if they differ slightly to what they wrote in their Member of the Month interview, then that's absolutely brilliant and fine. Yeah. A little shout out to Chunky Wizard at this point because um, we did get to the point where we'd set up a, a time to have a like a chat online about his questions and everything and just time and everything else uh, got in the way of me doing that and then and then we ended up not doing it and I felt yeah. bad because like he'd, he'd set aside the time. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a bit difficult for for me to have that extra time to do stuff yeah. like that even though it's like once a month it's, it's definitely more fun to do it as a someone else questioning you and answering that person more of mm. a conversation however i think the more likely thing to happen is if people do just want to record the questions and answers themselves even if they have a member of their family asking the question and answering it um yeah that would be great too but um yeah please do to crack on and do that we'd love that yeah or if there's anyone and I'm, I'm not looking at our current employees here um because they're already doing a good job but if anybody does want to take on the role of interviewer for member of the month then um that'd be awesome as well so yeah if you fancy doing that and then and then you send us the recording we'll slap it in and we can just sit there and drink cocktails while mm. while the two of you chat that's do you want yeah. to talk about your site features? Yes, well, this week I have been mostly doing infographics. So the annual end-of-year infographic thing. Um, I took last year's, I took it apart, I put it back together again. It was making a strange noise, so I took it back apart again. I hit bits of it with a hammer, and I'm slowly just bringing it back together again now. Um, and every time you walk past my desk, I go, look, have a look at that. Look, look, mm. look, what's that telling you? And that's, I think that's been a useful exercise in that, like, there are some parts you've just gone, I'm not sure what that's telling me or whatever. So mm. I have a, a little think about that and try and work out a different way of saying it or presenting it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, I've got a little snag list for the infographic that I've got to work through this week but then hopefully that'll be ready for people to start sharing as we're getting closer to the end of the year 
Yeah, one of the stats I thought was just called Slongest, didn't I? Yes. But it was actually Five Longest. So that was one of my most excellent contributions. Thank you. Yes, good. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing that pretty much all week. Um, The only other sort of side activity, apart from sort of doing the necessary nuts and bolts, Mm. has been to... um, gradually get closer to pulling together the prizes for the calendar which is coming up december the first exciting so two things for people to prepare for then one is the annual movie picture recreation oh yeah yeah oh, we've been talking about that we've been you, we've we? been getting prepared for hours yeah um that's on the 14th no that's my birthday I know that's um, your birthday, but I thought that was the day we did the movie. No, we do the movie on on, the on Fetch Independence Day, which is the twelfth. Yeah, so, me smack my knee. No. <laughs> um, and the other thing is the poem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, I think we've pretty much decided which poem we're going to yes. ask you guys to do this year. I don't know what we'll do next year because there weren't a lot of options out there really um, no. um but we've got a nice poem for this year are we going to say now or are we going to wait and uh wait and see it's up to you it's your it's your i think we'll, we'll hold thing. on to that one for a bit longer okay um but yeah we've got a nice poem lined up um there are exactly 80 lines in it so if mm. anybody wants to look up 80 line poems and see if you can work out which well, what well how many christmas poems did we find not too many. Not not that convey the sort of uh, um, you know the vibes of positivity that we were hoping to put across. Mm. I mean, we did briefly look at Christmas in the workhouse, and then mm. quickly dismissed that as being mm. quite a quite a dark. Uh, yeah, we didn't scenario. need any more of the sort of. Yeah, we didn't need that really this year, did we? Yeah, I also found just a total and utter irrelevance. Um, but my my favourite poet is John Hegley, and I found one of his poems, and it's called um, A Love Poem from My Dog, um, and it goes something like, In the park, I wanted to be your friend, so I tunnelled my snout up your non-barking end. And I just love it. <laughs> that's good. It's very good. Yeah, so that's that's me talking about my stuff this week, so... Um, highlights. Highlights. Mm. Do you want to do some highlights? Yeah, I, I've got um, a couple. Uh, well, no, I haven't got a couple. I've got one and Lynn's has got one. Okay, and yeah. I've got some as well. Yeah, so, so um, mine is Hell's Bells blog um, and it's just called Waders. What I love about this blog is that it's just one of those things that as you read it, you go, oh yeah, I get that totally. Um, so... Helen is talking about um, a Thomas the Tank Engine episode where uh, basically there's a a rescue needed for one of the twin engines and Thomas's driver has to explain that they'll need steel rope, determination and a pair of waders. And in the Hells Bells family, whenever they're up against it, um, they say to each other, we're just going to need a pair of waders. And I like that idea. I like the fact that really with this whole budging year what we all need to do is pull on our waders <laughs> with a bit of determination and uh and yeah and get ourselves out of the uh, out of the out of the muck 
Um, yeah. So thanks for that, Hells Bells. Love that blog. Um, highly recommend it. It's her 15th of November blog, just in case how far needs that reference. Thomas the Tank Engine isn't always upbeat, i got to say. No, absolutely not. There's some, there's some quite dark... The the story, the sad story of Henry, I think the um, the episode is called, mm. where Henry gets walled up in the tunnel. It's very dark. Yeah. So mm. uh, there's yeah. There sinister. are some themes, but my boys loved it. Well, my two eldest boys loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. As we knew all the names, we had the books, we had the little metal. Um, what are they? Trains. Trains. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm really tired, okay? Yeah, my, my boy liked it too. And, and our thing that we would do is um, there's a, a level crossing. Mm. We would drive up to it and park on the side and wait for the the things to come down mm. so he could see the train go by. Yeah. And whilst we waited, I had to make up a Thomas story <laughs> for him. And sometimes we'd actually wait for more than one train. Mm. So they'd go back up and we'd just wait for the next one. So mm. I was on to some proper abstract Thomas stories, like Thomas mm. and the Crack House, and mm. I don't know where where I was going with those. But, um, yeah. yeah, good memories. Yeah. Well, my, my, my uh, middle son has a Thomas the Tank Engine name going on, um, pretty much. Um, I'm not going to say all of his names. Um but um, and he was mad, absolutely mad on it all, and he had all of the little metal trains, and he had a backpack, which I think might have even been a Thomas backpack, even, um, and in the backpack with all the little trains and some cars as well, and uh, Hot Wheels cars probably, and wherever he went, he had that on, and he'd take it off and unpack all of his cars and trains and line them up. Oh, it's just so cute. <laughs> oh, those were the days. Yeah. That was when he was three. Oh. Wow. <sighs> anyway, good. I've got some highlights. Good. <laughs> Please cheer <laughs> us up after that. Okay, so so a big a big moment coming up um, on the Let's Count to a Million thread. Oh my God! They're about to reach a hundred thousand. So oh. they are ten percent. We're going to say that we're going to get to a million. Isn't that going to take years, though? I think based on. My calculations, like ages ago, it was going to take them about 18 years to get there. Um, but they are on um, 98,623. When no, I, when... 98,635. Oh, well, things have moved on then. Um, but let's have a look at... What do you think? They started on in, in May 2015. Wow. So that's been... Five and a half years for the first hundred thousand. Well done, so guys. Fifty-five years then now. So shape up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's some regulars on there. I mean, I, I I'm just having a look at a couple of, of pages here uh, to see who the sort of regulars are. But there there are a few that like go on and like do some desperate counting, uh, one post after another. Um, so well done, guys. That's. Uh, El Dudorino, El Dudorino. How would you pronounce that? Name? El Dudorino. El Dudorino. Uh huh. Seems to do quite a lot. In fact, on page one oh one one five, El Dudorino is almost alone in counting, but Dave W also. 
is chipping in. Chipping in. Yeah. They'll get yeah. there. Yeah, they'll get there. They're doing better than the let's count down from a million and see where we meet. Yeah. But, you know, so maybe 27 and a half years in, they'll, uh, we'll all have a bit of a party while they, while they just pass each other like satellites in what the sky. They, what will they do though once they get there? It's going to be a bit. Probably just carry on. Yeah, probably. That, that would be my guess. Yeah. So one other thread is the beer and crisps thread. Yeah. Um, post a picture of the beer and the crisps that you are currently enjoying. Mm. Um, some interesting choices on there. Lovely. Yeah. And we've also got Lynn's, and she is talking about a blog highlight of her own. So over to Lynn's. Hi, Fetchies. It's Lynn's D here. And uh, in response to Fetch and Katie's appeal last week, I thought I would share with you my highlighted blog. And my highlighted blog is How Far's Block of the 11th of November, which is entitled Let Fetch Be Your Emily. Um, I thought it was something to do with a child called Emily in How Far's School, but it's not. It's much more wonderful than that. And it refers to the children's TV series Bagpuss. And I'm going to quote from the blog here. Havar says, When Bagpuss went to sleep, there was never any doubt that all his friends would go to sleep too. And of course, most importantly, even though he was only a saggy old cloth cat, baggy and a bit loose at the seams, Emily loved him. So now maybe the title makes a bit more sense. So I think we can all agree that we can let Fetch, not the man necessarily, but the site, although I'm sure sometimes the man, let Fetch be your Emily. Go and have a read. Bye. Um, wow, that's that's pretty lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody likes Bagpuss, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I used to find Professor Yaffle a little bit odd, but I've... I think it's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, it's a lo- it's a lovely program. Yeah, and I love the fact that in the comments, DG has done pew pew Barney McGrew, Cuthbert Dibble and Grub. <laughs> Did they have a guest appearance? Well, how far mentions the Trumpton Firemen? Yeah. Um, in his in his blog, so DG has just named them, which yeah, just used to love that as well. Very much my era of children's programmes. And did you know that Emily, um, who is from the programme, is the daughter of the um, Peter Furman, who's the guy who put it all together, the sort of the animator? Did not know that. Or the illustrator? Bagpuss was originally intended by Furman to be a retired Indian army cat who entertained children in the hospital with his visible thoughts appearing in a thinks bubble above his head. Wikipedia, eh? Very good. Good. Thank you, How Far, um, and um, yeah. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you, Linz. Cool, well, that's us, really, for this week. Uh, would you want to talk about your training? What are you planning? Is it all kind of calf-dependent? Uh, yes, I'm going to try and do another three runs, and the the volume of those runs is going to be entirely dependent on how it's all feeling after I come back from each one and how many more times I can persuade you to prod me in the back of the leg mm-hmm. um, and hopefully we're on a we're on a path to yeah to return and what about you you're swimming later today if the river's not too rivery i'm gonna try today um 
and um, and see how that goes. And then no other plans at the moment. Um, possible, maybe, hopefully, something for the weekend. <laughs> Sorry. Um, not in the usual sense of that phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, hopefully getting over to the Blue Lagoon at the weekend to do some heads down stuff. So really pleased that that's still happening. I would not have thought that I would still be swimming with my head in this sort of cold water so yeah really pleased with that you were telling me the other day that you've you've lost your uh, tendency to shiver after getting out of the river yeah um i did have a bit right? of a shiver after the river um on friday yeah. just but very mild nothing like yeah. not like the uh, pneumatic drill of uh, coniston um so yeah i don't know and at, at the Blue Lagoon, I, I definitely could have done more. I was I was not too bad at all. So I'm going to try and get myself up to about 30 minutes if possible, but always listening to the body, not putting the time first. Mm. And the water. Listen to the water. Always listen to the water. Yeah. Yeah. It says a lot. Cool. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Yes. And, and thanks to all the people who sent contributions in. Yes, amazing. Um, I have explained on the thread what's going to happen with those, but do you want to also say what we're going to do? So we've put a few into today's episode and we'll stitch a whole bunch of them together so that we've got the, the bulk of an episode for some point in the future when we might drop it in. So perhaps in the next few weeks. Um, you'll see that coming out and uh, me and Katie can uh, take it easy that week. Um, but yeah, thank you to everybody who contributed. I mean, I think pretty much everybody who listens to the podcast sent something in. So <laughs> thank you very much. That's not really true, is it? I don't know. We had at least, I think, six or seven contributors. Are you saying that that's everyone who's listening right now? <laughs> I don't know. We're pretty close to the end. I think most people will probably have fallen asleep by now, wouldn't they? I don't know. Should we try some subliminal messages <laughs> for all the sleepers out there? We could try. Yeah. No, let's not. I can't be positive. I'm practically asleep, so... Yeah. Yeah, well, you have. You did get up very early. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening, as I might have said already. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and if you'd like to send us a contribution, however however boring or it just disinteresting you think it might be, um, then just email it to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Record it on your phone. Job done. And we'd love to hear it. Okay. And we'll see you next time. Bye. It's done.